0: Welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. One day, we will have an intro, but today is not that day.
1: Hi, welcome back to Don't Quote Me On That. I'm Kalina. And I'm Eleanor. And this is the show where we kind of talk about movies. Also, I just realized Eleanor and I don't do our intros the same way. You always start with your name, and then you say, this is Don't Quote Me On That. And And then I always start with Don't Quote Me On That, and then I say my name. I just realized that. Well, well to be we fair, get the same information. Like, and to, to be fair, there was like a three month period where Eleanor and I had different ideas about what the show name actually was. So like half our <laughs> show, she was like, this is don't quote us on that. And then I was like, this is don't quote me on that. So we got that sorted. Yeah. Look, it's baby steps. We're trying our best. Our best is unfortunately. Um, Look, oh, this is our best. Bad. And that's all that matters. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> today i'm gonna try and keep us on track because it's gonna be very easy for me to go off track on this um and i'm very excited about this but eleanor had an idea which is i like a lot of musicals and that's not really eleanor's thing and then eleanor likes musical shows if that makes sense like i think the example she uses a lot is crazy Mm ex-girlfriend so what we thought we would do is like Give So, like, in this case, I we picked a musical, which you probably read the name of, but I'll keep the mystery if not. Um, we picked a musical, I did, and then I gave Eleanor four songs to listen to from the musical. And she's going to give us our thoughts, kind of what she thinks is happening. And I will tell her she's terribly wrong and give her all the details. <laughs> and then maybe cry by the end of this episode because we're talking about Anastasia the musical. And then in a different episode, Eleanor will give me a show and give me some songs to listen to from a show. Yeah,
0: so... Yeah, I I really like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and then there's also just most, a lot of the shows I've listened to have had, like, really good music, I think, so I don't know exactly how I'm going to choose mine yet, but I will be making Kalina listen to some Crazy Ex-Girlfriend songs, um, because I love torture.
1: Can I make a suggestion, although this is not fair, but I don't know if anyone's ever seen the Psych musical episode, but, like, I listened to the song I've heard of ways. Entirely too many times. It's like it's like it's just such. Even by itself, it's such a good song. And also, Psych is just such a good show. Psych is a good show. I have a lot of feelings about how they episodes. edit it. Yeah. Why haven't I'm we talked about Psych it, yet? Don't. Because it would just sound like us talking about ourselves. Okay. You know what? That's a good. Point. <laughs> it would just be. It would just be us going. Yeah, that's what me and Eleanor sound like. Yeah, that's I what hate me and that Eleanor look right, like.
0: But that's a good point. <laughs>
1: but um yeah so we're talking about anastasia the musical today yes um for anyone who doesn't know i'm obsessed with the story of anastasia and i've probably told the 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 story of the romanovs to eleanor bare minimum 50 times in extensive detail every time and every time she's like (laughs) excruciating every time she's like kalina you've told me this before and i'm like wait but have i told you this part and the answer is always yes but i keep going because i'm committed (laughs) Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Anastasia, the Romanovs were the royal family in Russia. They were the last, of uh, the last Tsar was her father, Nicholas. And the big mystery around, I'll keep it short, the big mystery around Anastasia is her whole family was shot in um, execution style, but they believed that she was still alive. And then a bunch of people came forward in the years after claiming to be the, you know, the lost aunt, princess Anastasia and that she had actually survived. And it turned out she didn't. They just found her in a different grave somewhere else with her other sister? Or maybe her brother? I think her brother. I think her um, brother. But the plot of... There's a movie, a 1997 movie, animated um, Anastasia. Basically the premise was they actually found her. And these two con men were like we're gonna con the her grandmother because her grandmother was had, fl- fl- had fled I was gonna say flown this other word had fled to Paris <laughs> her grandmother had fled the, fled to Paris and was looking for her granddaughter because everyone was like oh my god Anastasia's alive so these two Russian con men were like let's find someone who looks like Anastasia and then get this pr- get this reward money so they found this girl named Anya and then they taught her everything she needed to know to be Eleanor's making faces to be um... oh well no because
0: one of my notes that i made more than once is why are they calling her anya but now i now i get
1: it oh yes that was her name yeah so they find this girl named anya and they're like we're gonna teach you everything you need to know to pretend to be the duchess anastasia and then they teach her everything she needs to know and they take her to the grandmother and they're like oh my god this is the this is your granddaughter isn't this crazy and then well, in the animated movie, there's a lot. There's a lot of other things. Just resp There's Rasputin, and there's a whole whole shebang happening that does not happen in the musical. But that's that's the gist of it, basically. Missing princess. They're trying to fake a princess. Turns out she's really the princess. Boom. Oh, really? Um. And yes. Okay. I I just feel like that'll make it easier moving forward. And that's also, that's where the similarities end between the musical and the movie. Because like I said, there's magic and then there's the underworld. There's just a lot happening in the movie. That's (laughs) fun. It's a lot of fun. And they've got some great songs, but like it's not happening in the musical. Okay. And I believe our songs
0: are from the actual musical musical, not the movie.
1: Yes, it is. The musical um, premiered in 2016 in Hartford and then it moved to Broadway in 2017. Is this the one um, Cody Simpson was in? Oh my God, you're right, Cody Simpson. Okay, this I'm so we'll sorry. Say that for later because I have a lot of thoughts about that. Okay, but Cody Simpson was in this musical. <laughs> okay, I don't know why you would me of that. Because well, I was trying to make episode. sure
0: I got all my stories straight. <laughs>
1: We're just never gonna make it to the end of this episode. I'm gonna go on a 20 minute rant about Cody Simpson and casting. Oh boy. Okay. And celebrities. Okay. Anyway, the first song I gave Eleanor. Yes. Um, i don't have it in front of me there's a lot of songs on the album does that help you before while i try to pull up the number okay there's 25 songs on this album um so in the show and i gave eleanor four the first one i didn't give her any of like the opening songs. so the first one i gave her is basically what has happened up to this point is they find this girl named anya you have one fella named dimitri he's the young guy he's the love interest and then you have another fella whose name i don't remember right now please don't ask me And he used to work for the royal... Or, like, used to be in, like, the royal family sort of space. He was... I think he was kind of a con man even then. But he basically knew how... Like, knew the things that Anastasia would have to know. And how she should behave. So, between the two of them, they were like, let's teach this orphan, Anya, who has no memory of herself. She just woke up... Like, basically, they found her in the snow one day, is the story. And she had no memory. So, they took her to an orphanage and gave her a job. So, they're like, we're going to teach you everything you need to know to be Anastasia. So, this is when they're leaving to go to Paris, where anastasia's grandmother is to try and pass her off as the grand duchess anastasia so this song is um well actually this song is called stay i pray you and i'm gonna let eleanor tell us her tell us her thoughts
0: okay um my very first uh line is is this man 60 because i couldn't figure out who was singing because i was very prepared for anastasia to start singing and then Mm -hmm. an old man did and then i thought it was um Anastasia's dad asking her to not leave the homeland, whatever the homeland was. Um, so I was kind of close, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did like the, like the, they, they say I will always bless my homeland. And I thought that part was really sweet. Um, and I thought the lady had a nice voice. Um, and then my final Note is, I thought I knew more about Anastasia because <laughs> I was kind of confused. With
1: the, yeah, you would think with the 500 things I told you. This it's, one, uh, um, I thought I, I could just, piece it together, but I, I couldn't. I love this song. Part of the reason I gave it to you is when it's one of my favorites. Um, I did try to give you stuff throughout the plot, but like this is one of my favorites. Basically, what's happening here, like I said, um, Anast- Anya and Dimitri and the other seller are getting, um, they've basically got these tickets uh, his name is Vlad that's it so An- Anast- Anya Dmitry and Vlad have gotten um, I don't I can't think of the word illegal tickets basically to get on this train to get out of Russia because what happened is the people who killed the um, the Romanovs were the Bolsheviks so mm-hmm. they have taken over and they've you know instituted a new government so basically in the with the new government they're like everyone's equal so they're killing off all of the, the royals and all the like aristocratic people so what's happening here? the man who's singing is named Count Ippolitov, which is the only I don't know why we know his name because it's the only time we see him in the show I'm pretty sure but at the beginning they're at the train station waiting to get on the train so they can leave because all the aristocrats have to flee because they're getting killed so he's one of the aristocrats and they're at the train station and he recognizes Anya as Anastasia and kisses her on both cheeks and then he starts to sing this song and basically this song is about how all these aristocrats had to flee their home and they didn't have a chance to say goodbye or you know You know, if you're, like, planning a trip, you could take your time and take what you wanted to, whereas these people were literally fleeing for these lives and trying to cram onto trains just to get out of Russia, the only home they've ever known. So, he's saying, coachman, hold the horses, stay, I pray you. So, he's just hoping for an extra moment to say goodbye. That makes sense. Um, That's Yeah. So, the girl singing is Anya. Oh, it is? Okay. And then, Yeah. My only problem with this song is at the end, they have Anya finish the song, and I think they should have had The Count finish the song, because it was his song, but, like, I get why they did that. But, um, basically, there's just very nice moment where everyone who's in the train station comes together, and they're singing, it's harsh and sweet and bitter to leave it all, I'll bless my homeland till I die. And then, after they get on the train, again, they don't have, like, like perfectly valid tickets. so then the bolsheviks are on the train looking for people and then they hear someone get shot so they have to jump off the train midway on their way to paris but like that is this is just like a kind of a i think it's one of the most touching moments in the
0: it does it was it was a really nice musical. song
1: sorry i've been talking you go <laughs> uh
0: the next song Colina gave me is this i think it's in order
1: is it in order? Um, the next song I wanted you to listen to is In a Crowd of Thousands. Yes. Perfect. Um, and real quick, back just to finish up with Stay I Pray You. One thing I like about it is I think it's one of the first times in the film also where you realize this had negative effects, not just for the, the Romanovs who, you know, were shot and killed. This kind of spread out to people who, and not to say they were blameless because there were reasons the people revolted, but like also not entirely their fault you know and they still had to leave their homes and then also eleanor and i talk about this a lot we've left our homes and we had a choice but like there's there's something like just anything about leaving your home and being away from home just hits us a little different. yeah so. honestly yeah <laughs>
0: it's kind of embarrassing but it's true okay as i have the wikipedia up and it gives me on the plot it gives me the songs and actually, there was a song I listened to that came before Stay, I Pray You in the story.
1: What? Okay. I think. Let me, see. Let me take a look here. I, um, oh, you know what? You might have listened to. There's two versions. I gave you still the Neva Flows, and then they also have the Neva Flows. Oh, okay. So Never
0: mind. Two. Sorry. I, yeah. no, you're right. I found the right one. Because <laughs> okay. there, there's one that's just the neva flows reprise and there's one that's still slash okay all right no we're good we're good in a crown of thousands is the next one
1: that reminded me sorry not to keep going back to stay i pray you but that reminded me that stay i pray you comes after once upon a december which i'm sure most people have heard that song and if they didn't know it was from anastasia and that is her singing about things she had like she still doesn't realize she's anastasia at this point anya but she this is her singing about things she remembers like a music box and dancing and stuff like that question
0: Yes, how does this the the movie musical whichever one we're actually talking about <laughs> um, how does it like show that like how did she lose her her memory does that
1: they don't explain that as as well it, it basically like they just say she like what happened is she woke up in the snow it's assumed I know in the movie they show her like escaping and I think she gets like hit in the, she gets lost in the woods or hit in the head and something. So I think okay. they kind, of, but they they do leave that part a little bit more ambiguous.
0: Okay, than all her. right.
1: It's just she she was running and was found in the woods. Okay, all right. In a crowd of thousands, finally to move on. What are your thoughts? Um,
0: now that I know that this is when, um, she actually realized that she's Anastasia. It makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I said was. Who remembers when they were 10? Because I don't yeah. remember when I was 10. I couldn't tell you a single thing. But I mean, I guess this part was really impactful for, for, for Mr. Boy here. So good. For, what, what's the main guy's name? Dimitri? Dimitri. Dimitri. Okay. My. So I told Kalina before we started filming, because I was a little bit late, that I had to look something up to figure it out. So this song, there was a line in this song that something about when she smiled, that smile. Um, I heard it and I was like, that reminds me of something. And what it reminds me of is there's this um, SNL skit with Ariana Grande. There is. Um, it's called Cut for Time, New Studio. And basically, I think it's Taron Killam. He's playing mm-hmm. this just horrible song about... Some girl's smile. And that's exactly what this song reminded me of. Not in like, this song was bad, but the lyrics of something about her smile. So I had to go listen to that song. And I was like, that's really funny. Um, (laughs) Everything's uh, an SNL reference with us. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, And then I also said, is he not talking about Anastasia? Because I was very confused. And then I said, I'm confused now. Kalina, explain. Which you did. So thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was really funny how she called him dirty. Yeah. I just I was like, that's because it's it's, it's it's like very touching, and then she's like, Yeah, you were dirty, and I was like, That's that's really funny. <laughs> like, what if they get married and that's like if somebody that I was interested in romantically, because I'm assuming they were at this point in the film, mm-hmm. um, if that's how somebody said that that's how we first met, I'd be like, that's not I don't love that. Um, and then I said, I wouldn't admit it if I met my husband at a parade. (laughs)
1: That's, (laughs) I feel like she had bigger things to worry about, but yeah, I agree.
0: (laughs) Um, but I did, like, looking back now that I know, I think that's a really cute song. Um, it's a little bit too love at first sight for me, but like, also, it's a Broadway musical. They're allowed to be kind of fluffy like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I liked it. It was sweet. Um. You could kind of, like, hear when she figured it out, which I thought was really, really nice. I think they did that really well.
1: I have a few things to say. First thing I have to say. Dimitri from the Anastasia musical was the first man I think I ever had a crush on. I know he's animated, but he was just adorable and just my dream man. Okay. Also, you know know who else said that? And um, now in retrospect, maybe I should take this back. Dove Cameron said that about, she said that um, her first crush, or like first animated crush at least, was Dimitri from Anastasia, and that her boyfriend at the time was him come to life. But now they've broken up. So maybe, maybe I take that back. Well, just you just,
0: no, 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 you just can't date anyone who you think is him come to life.
1: Yeah, I don't think I can, I think I'd pass out and die. So that's fine. Don't worry about it. God. <laughs> Second thing, because Eleanor brought this up earlier. Dmitry is a um dark haired fellow. He's Russian and he's got dark hair and he's Russian and has dark hair. Are you with me? Yes? So and he's
0: not it's... Australian with blonde hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, funnily enough, for a little bit he was. <laughs> and <laughs> and like the guy who played him is this guy named Derek Klenna, who I think is adorable. And I we're not like music experts here, but I also think Derek Klenna has a very very beautiful tone when he sings. I think he's a fantastic singer. Cody Simpson um, is a man. Yes. Who I think his talents would have been better utilized anywhere else in maybe (laughs) any other show except for, like, The Lion King. Okay? (laughs) I, like... I am not to say Cody Simpson doesn't have talent and like you can put celebrities in musicals but this one felt more along the lines of like I don't know if anyone knows this that followed that listens to us at least but for a little stint Cameron Dallas played um Aaron in The Mean Girls musical. Mm. Cameron Dallas cannot sing. I'm pretty sure Aaron in the musical only had a couple lines and they took them out for him. <laughs> And like, it just, Cody Simpson in this show just kind of felt more like a, like a play towards, ooh, there's a famous person in this show versus like, there's a famous person who is actually Um, a good fit for the show.
0: Not to like, be super mean to Cody Simpson, was he famous?
1: Also, that's my other thing. If this was like 10 years ago, maybe... Cody Simpson wasn't... Like, I think he was dating Miley Cyrus when he was in this show. I'm pretty sure. But, like, that, I think that was the most notable thing he had done in recent times. Um, Apparently, he also won the Masked Singer Australia. Which... I think my brain has spent enough time thinking about Cody Simpson today. That's just the cherry on top for me. So... There was in only ever one thousands. season. So I guess he's, you know... <laughs> the raining the mass singer is also weird. Listen, I have a lot of thoughts about singing to so like so reality weird. shows cuz they're just like it's like they exhausted every idea and were like, "What if we just d- did a bunch of foolishness but then made them sing so we could justify it?" Like <laughs> anyway, in a crowd of thousands, what's happening here? Um one thing you said was about how like it felt a little too love at first sight and I should have given you some songs earlier. Um they they've been bickering up to this point. They argue the whole time okay so this is like i think this is them finally admitting their feelings but like up to this point they've kind of just been head to head on most things because she thinks he's bossy well he thinks she's boss he thinks she's bossy she thinks he's annoying they get on each other's nerves but what's happening here is they're on the boat now off to go to paris and she wakes up from a nightmare and in the nightmare in the i don't remember if this I probably should have brushed up on my musical knowledge. But in the movie, in The Nightmare, um, it's her or her like dead siblings and parents, and they're trying to convince her to jump off the boat because there's a big old storm. But that okay. had something to do with the magical man, Rasputin. Again, there's a lot happening in the movie. <laughs> but in the musical, she's having a nightmare. So she wakes up, and he hears her scream. So he comes into her room to check on her, Dimitri. And so he starts to tell her the story of when he saw the young Duchess Anastasia in this like parade her family was going through town. And she's like, oh my god. And remember, they think Anya is just a random girl. They're teaching to be Anastasia. So she's like, oh, that's, you make me feel like I was there. And so he says, well, you can make it a part of your story. Because, you know, know, obviously the more little details she has, the more believable it is she's actually Anastasia. So she starts to sing and basically repeat the story back to him. But then she mentions a detail he's never told anyone. And then they're like, oh my god, you're Anastasia. (laughs) And then listen i'm shortening it and then at the end after they finish singing this is um the saddest part in my opinion he go they they're like about this is like be the moment they're about to kiss and then he realizes like he's like oh this is actually the grand duchess anastasia and he he's like a street urchin basically is what he calls himself and so he like realizes he'll never be on her level so instead he kneels to her and calls her your highness and they never kiss because he's like, I'm not worthy of her. I'd kick I'm a man if he kneels kneeled of, in front of me like that. I'm a little, um. okay, well, Eleanor. One oh, Clean and I of, had different reactions of, to this, I think. Out of the three of us, one of us has a man, and it's not you and well, I, so. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I didn't know who the third one I'm was. Just, I mean, like, no, I agree with your reaction. I'm just saying she's got the man and we don't, so. Okay, but again,
0: are we princesses? I think we need to, or what is it, Zarina's?
1: Yes, Z- Zarina. Zarets. Sorry, <laughs> Zare- <laughs> Zarina. <laughs> I think you just made a word. Yeah, because it's it's a little czar, Zarett.
0: <laughs> I've said worse things. I've said things that make less sense. Do you remember how I said that? What if what a
1: big bird celebrated Kwanzaa. <laughs> I think about that once a day, guys. What if Big Bird celebrated Kwanzaa? I'm just asking. What would happen? How would how would they handle that?
0: I don't think they would. I don't think they would talk about it. They just play the episode and then never talk about it again.
1: <laughs> anyway. In a crowd of thousands. So basically he talks about how he sees her and they made eye contact and she was like this very regal little girl and then she sings it back to him and she says, oh, Eleanor mentioned this. She, um, El- um, Anya sings and she goes, he was thin, not too clean. And in the show he goes, hey, when she says <laughs> that about him. But um, she's basically repeating the story back from Anastasia's point of view. And then she's like, he started to run after us and he dodged past the guards and then he bowed to me and that's a big thing in the show is dimitri is one of the people who believes like doesn't think it's terrible that everything got abolished he doesn't you know he doesn't believe in bowing and at one point vlad brings it up he's like he says something about bowing dimitri goes i only bowed to i've only ever bowed to one person in my life and it was a mistake so basically here you find out the only person he's ever bowed to is anastasia when she was 10 or like he was 10 um which like i don't know what what like 10 year old Anyway, I have a lot of thoughts about that. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, it was a mistake. And then he bows to her again at the end of the song. And
0: it wasn't a we mistake. He should have kissed her.
1: Time. Okay, well, they were going
0: through a lot, Kalina. Not everyone can just kiss people
1: all the time. Look who you are telling. I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a great romantic romantic moment in the in the in the in the musical. I think it's very cute. I think I, I get where Eleanor's coming from with it. Kind of seemed like a little too love at first sight, but it, it is yeah. Off but if it's their first, like yeah, that yeah, makes it's sense. It's them are like they they've kindly finally hit like this nice little place where they're not arguing every five seconds um and i think they're both starting to admit to they just started to admit to themselves that they liked each other so okay
0: when do we get to the point where we're not arguing
1: every five seconds well if it um, requires I think we a song to... i'm not singing <laughs> i was gonna say unfortunately the next step is us having to fall in love and i don't think we're ever gonna get to that point so we just gotta stay where we are ah
0: uh, shucks
1: darn and um, then we wouldn't have the podcast you know we gotta give the people what they want People who are in love can have a podcast. Not a good one. Not a good one. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm just saying, would you listen to it, right? No. Okay. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. The next one is. the Next one I gave you. Oh, okay. Oh, See, I did go out of order. You That's did. Okay. That's okay. We're going to pretend for the, point, for the point of the show, this works fine. The next one I'm going to give you is close the door. Okay.
0: Um, Tell me your thoughts I was very confused For most of this I uh, will be honest You need to sense a theme here Yes Um, I also like Could not understand the words As much on this one I -hmm. didn't look up the lyrics Because I didn't want things to get like ruined And have it give me the full plot Um, But I kind of wish I would have Because I couldn't remember I couldn't understand all of the lyrics um, this one sounded sad and I, I liked the part where she talked about how summer used to last forever because, oh yeah. um, I'm on my winter break right now and I remember as a kid that thing was super long, um, mm-hmm. but now it's over and I've, I feel like I've only been on it for like a week and I don't love that. Um, and then there's one line in the song where... The so lady who's singing talks about um, like why not just be direct, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I I heard that, and then I immediately wrote, I understand Kalina more now.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, for like I like I said, this does actually come j- um, a couple songs before in a crowd of thousands, but I think for the show it works okay because what's happening here is we are seeing, and this is Anastasia's grandmother, the Dowager Empress, singing. And basically, all these after she, they announced that they were looking for the real Anastasia, obviously you had all these fakes come and were like, "Hello, I'm your granddaughter," and she was like, "No, you're not." Um. So what's happening oh, okay. here is she's finally given up on people coming in, and this is like right before Anastasia them show up. That's our Anya them for for now show up. Um, and she's telling her assistant, who's her like her lady in waiting, how all these strangers come calling and they leave. And like, what, what do they expect? Right. She's, and she, and when she says, why not be direct, basically she's saying, she's like, I'd prefer if you came to me and say, I'm just trying to get money out of you. Then you pretend to be this person. I, you know, I lost my family. This is all, this is the only person I potentially have left and you're just faking it. And then she sings about like remembering how they used to go to the beach and build sand, running down the sand, like all the kids. But, um, yeah, where does summer go? I will never know. Summer used to last endlessly. And then she says, will you ever come running home to me? You might. You might. And so, and then she says how she's been leaving the door open for so long, hoping Anastasia would come home, but she's not. So she's closing the door officially, which okay. later proves to be a roadblock because Anastasia Aranya, and Dmitri and Vlad come and they're like, hello, we have we your promise. granddaughter. And she's like, she's like, I, cl- I closed the door. All right. Like I just closed the door. So. There was a song after this I wanted to give you to listen to, which is Quartet at the Ballet. And what's happening there is they go to the Royal Ballet because they've heard that the Dowager Empress has not seen anyone. So they're trying to get her to see Anastasia so that she's like, oh, that looks like my granddaughter. They're trying to like get it in. <laughs> but the reason I didn't give you that song is because there's four... It's a, it's taking place and they're at the ballet and there's four people singing and like melodies from previous songs come in and it's just a lot of overlapping... There's one guy who I haven't even introduced yet, Gleb, who's part of the Bolshevik revolution. He's one of the leaders in it. And he's heard rumors. Obviously, the Bolsheviks have heard rumors that Anastasia's alive. But they don't want her to be alive. So they're trying to find any any imposters or if they find the real Anastasia to kill her. So that's been his task. The problem is Gleb knows Anya from around town and he's in love with her. So when he finds huh? out Anya is pretending to be Anastasia and that Anya might actually really be Anastasia... It prevents a obviously presents a moral dilemma for him because he doesn't want to kill the girl he's in love with. But at Quartet at the ballet, the Dowager Empress is singing about how that looks like her daughter but her granddaughter, but no it can't be. And then Anastasia singing once upon a December again, and then Dimitri singing about how he realized he's in love with Anastasia but he can't be with her. And then Gleb is singing about how he loves her but he must kill her. See that's why I didn't give you the song. Was a lot yeah, happening. no, thank you. It's a good song. I, I would have been very confused. It's like but even though I know the show is just too much, so. <laughs> but I think I think that's I think this is another really moving moment. I didn't mm-hmm. realize I gave you so many like poignant points, but I I did try to give you like different viewpoints yeah. throughout the film about uh, the musical. If that makes sense, it does. And then I think are we on the last song. Yes.
0: Oh. All right, the last song is. Uh, still slash the neva flows reprise i'm assuming the neva is a river
1: i'm still unclear on that they got another song called the neva flows that i don't listen to as often but this is why i introduced the fella oh um it is
0: it's the only river flowing from lake lagoda it flows
1: through saint petersburg well there you go yeah and that's what they renamed it after the Bolsheviks Bolsheviks took over there was a whole song about one of the first songs is called My Petersburg or something but uh, okay. um, this is why I introduced Gleb with Quartet court, at the Ballet because he comes in to play in this song so in the Neva Flows the original one he's basically singing um, to Anya about how the, the story in the musical is Gleb's father was one of the, one of the officers that killed the Anastasia's family and basically, he's telling Anya, he's like, "There's no way you can be Anastasia because my father killed all of you," which like weird, <laughs> weird way to go about it. But like, <laughs> that was what he was going yeah. for. Yeah, I mean, but um, now we got... a good point. He, I can't argue with him. He, the man <laughs> does have some cold, hard facts. But um, so now we have still slash the Neva flows reprise, which is Gleb. Well, actually, I'll let you tell me your thoughts. And then let's yes. Happening. So,
0: um, it's an, it came off pretty angry to me. Yeah. Um, And one of the first lines was, the Romanovs were given everything and gave back nothing, which I liked.
1: Um,
0: And then a gun cocks in the song, which um, I said, I like the drama. And then I was confused again because she was being called Anya in the song, but I get it now. I'm not confused Mm -hmm. about that anymore. Um, And then there's a line that says, a revolution is a simple thing. Which I think is a very good line. Um, I liked how, I don't know, I guess charged the song yeah. was. Um, I thought it was put together well. Um, in the little Wikipedia thing that I'm reading now, um, basically, Gleb wants to kill Anya, doesn't. And then afterwards, she comforts him?
1: Yeah, I don't love the end of the song. Well, why why <laughs> i would leave you know you know what i mean like yeah i and would get out of there as soon as possible give
0: him a hug i mean yeah i guess he's sad about his dad but he literally there a gun was cocked in in the thing he's not you know you know like even if somebody's crying while they cock a gun they're still cocking a gun at me
1: <laughs> i i think this song, i think this musical does a good job of like taking you through the emotions i think it's mm-hmm. it's it's a good balance and i think they follow the, the story very well so what's happening here i know eleanor's got a bit more context now but um this is after the dowager empress has, has taken in anastasia and she's like uh, this is actually and they all have come to terms with the fact that anya actually is anastasia he gleb sneaks in and he locks her in the this room and he begs her basically he's like you're not really anastasia do you think history wants you to have lived is what he says to her and she goes yes why don't you (laughs) and then he tries to like he's like yeah like eleanor said he cocks a gun at her and he's like my father killed everyone i'm gonna go through the lyrics and walk you through this (laughs) (laughs) basically he says an underhanded girl an act of desperation um and to my consternation i let you go so basically remember he he's like I'm in love with you. You've got to stop pretending to be Anastasia, but I can't kill you because I'm in love with you. So I let her go. And he said, wait, wait, wait. sorry, sorry. Can I ask another yes. question?
0: You said he's okay. in love with her just from seeing her around town. Mm-hmm. Is this before they cooked up the Anastasia plot? Was she just living a regular life?
1: Yeah, so she was an orphan, and she was like doing odd jobs. They just kind of worked when when she could, because part of the part of what happened when the Bolsheviks took over was every everything was equal. But now all these people were like looking for work. Like they used to at some part of part one plot point in the musical is there's this music box that plays the Once Upon a December theme. That they were like, and people used to like pawn stuff off, and but like not pay for it. They'd be like, I'll trade you a can of beans for this stuff. So Mm. at one point in the musical, they're like. They are like, here's some stuff that belonged to the Romanovs, and all of it's fake except for this music box. So, like, she was he's doing odd jobs, and, like, that's part of the reason all these people were like, yeah, we're going to go fake being Anastasia to get some money because we don't have any money. Because the Bolsheviks wanted everything to be equal. And what I like about this song and about Gleb in general is I don't think they... Like, obviously, he's the bad guy, but they don't villainize his point of view. Like Eleanor said, there's the line where he says... Um, the Romanovs had everything and gave back nothing. And he says until the Russian people rose up and destroyed them, which is like, like as tragic as it may have been, the Romanovs weren't shot for no reason. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the the other side was valid in their feelings. Um, but he says Paris is no place for a good and loyal Russian. And Anya says we're both good and loyal Russians. And he says, I've come to take you home. And she says, well, I am home. And they have this little argument about is she really Anastasia or not? spoiler and alert he, yeah she is <laughs> yes um and i think this is the first time i think he knew it the whole time or at least for most of it but i think it's the first time he lets himself admit it but she one part i like is they they admit that she's anastasia or that he's in love with her that she's anastasia okay okay um As they parallel the two of them, because at one point in the song she goes, "I am my father's daughter," and he says, "I am my father's son." And I, mm. a, a big part of Gleb's whole motivation is he has to live up to his his father. He sings about how his father came home after killing the Romanovs, and that his his father died of shame. But Gleb believes his father did the right thing and he was a proud man. Gleb has to live up to that, and the way for him to do that, obviously, is by killing the last Romanov. Yeah, finishing father. the mission. Didn't get, and then Anya starts singing about, and again, this is more details of her actual life as Anastasia is remembering. But she she talks about being in the cell with her parents and hearing them scream, and hearing them get killed. And Gleb's like, "But he he did a proud and vital task." And Anya's like, "Yeah, she's okay, like, but like still my dad." We were in a thanks. cell together. <laughs> but what some what some of the lines in this song that really get to me? He says, Gleb says, "A man makes painful choices. He does what's necessary, Anya." So um. This is kind of Gleb going as much as I care about you and want you to just come home and keep being Anya. I have to do what's necessary mm-hmm. for for and he says for Russia, my beauty. What choice but simple duty? And you mentioned earlier the a revolution is a simple thing. That's something that comes up a lot. The idea of this is simple. Um, a, a revolution is a simple thing. Simple duty. I think in an, either in this song or another song he says like. Um, Oh no, he doesn't say simple, but he says love is not what revolutions for. Hmm. I like that. So kind of like all these things that he's grappling with. It's do I follow duty? Do I follow love? Like this should be easy, just to follow the footsteps of my father. And in reality, it's not. Yeah, I love I love the song. Part part of part of it gets cut out because you know when they do like a soundtrack for a musical, if there's like long interludes or talking bits, they cut them out. So yeah, they're um there's one bit in the song where she yells he goes um he says who are you and she says i'm the grand duchess anastasia Nikolai, blah 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 romana she says her full name um and then yeah she comforts him at the end of the song which like i don't really get
0: yeah i mean I we, guess...
1: like like i think they were friends and i think she she cared about him not as much he cared about her obviously but like i would i would have gotten out of there you know what i mean i i absolutely would have gotten out, out of left there. Oh, also in the musical, one thing I love about the in the show is so the way they show it is like it looks like she's in this this room and then there's like this panel of like glass doors so you can see through them. And so he and her are in the room and he, he's singing to her and threatening her. And as Anastasia sings about what she remembers from being trapped with their family in the behind the door, so it kinda like it looks like it's in the background. You're looking through the glass her fam you see the the people playing her family acting out what's happening so you see the guards come in but you never actually see them get shot because she doesn't basically she takes control of the story i guess you could say Mm -hmm. when he when she gets him not to shoot her so her family right before they get shot everything freezes and then everyone backs away slowly from the background but it's really nice to kind of see it all played out as it's i think it just makes it more yeah that sounds i will find you video it's
0: very good
1: Obviously, I haven't seen the musical or
0: the movie, but even just from the songs, I feel like they have a really good handle on that. I guess storytelling in general, and like mm-hmm. how to how to make the emotional moments be.
1: I not, think, like, especially considering... too heavy,
0: but still like. Give what they needed to give.
1: (laughs) Because I was thinking coming off of, especially considering the movie itself, like sometimes, you know, you can make a musical out of a movie, but the movie itself already had music in it. And it had a different plot line, which was they went with the Rasputin plot line. And basically Mm -hmm. Rasputin was like, oh my God, she's alive. I have to kill her because I killed all the other Romanovs, but not her. So basically the whole thing is Rasputin's out to get her because this is the... He He's in the Underworld, and I think it's because he failed in killing all of them. He thought he killed all of them, and it failed, so he had to go to the Underworld. He's got, like, a little bat henchman. A lot happening. Very confusing. Well, <laughs> now I want to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. He's got a little bat henchman. But oh. um, I think it would have been... E- and while it's serious, obviously, it's an animated movie. You've got this man singing with a bat henchman. Like, it, you can only be so serious with it. So I think it would have been very easy for them to, in their attempts to change the plot line and still make it work, because I think that's the only thing they changed, and I still think it stands up very well. It would have been very easy to go really far in the other direction and make it super deep and serious and dramatic, and I don't think they went too far overboard. Mm -hmm. I think they they made it stick to reality.
0: And I feel like, obviously, again, haven't seen the whole thing, I feel like even... Sometimes when you watch a kid's movie, you can tell that they, like, are censoring some things just Mm -hmm. because it's a children's movie. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I I feel like they might have done this just in other songs, but at least in the songs I heard, they're not, like, being too cautious with it. Because, I mean a girl lost her whole family seemingly in in front of her. So I mean that's mm-hmm. not it that's a a hard thing to sugarcoat and b a hard thing to kind of rationalize to kids. Yeah. But it it seems like they they kind of did a good job of playing it safe but not overly safe to the point where it's like oh only kids would kind of get something out of it.
1: Yeah. I think for the most part, like, I didn't realize how jarring it is till I was reading it here, but, like, I think this, for the most part, this is the song. This is the one song where they, like, address it the heaviest because she mm-hmm. says, in me you see them, look at their faces in mine, hear their screams, imagine their terror, see their blood. Um, but throughout the rest of the film, they do deal with the loss, but I think they focus more on on an individual level. Like, you take Stay, I Pray You, for example. It's, it's kind of like... I am alone now versus what did they lose? I think this is the first time where she's like, "I lost my family and I had to live through seeing me lose my family."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I agree. <laughs> Good. I think those are all the songs. Um, yeah, those are all the songs I gave Eleanor. I um, what what do you have any any thoughts? Anything you wanna?
0: um you know what i think i gave most of my thoughts this the bat henchman might have made it so i want to watch anastasia i don't know why you waited so long to tell me about the bat henchman
1: i just assumed you had seen it and like didn't just didn't like it as much as i did because i've I've only seen it through you (laughs) oh I listen. I you, you you I think we've talked about this on the show, but like, there's a couple of movies I watched obsessively. And by couple, I mean there's three. It was that spirit movie about the horse. There was the live action Peter Pan, and it was this movie.
0: As a kid, or like still today, you don't have to answer. I plead that. the fifth. Um, I think the only movie I would ever like describe it as me having watched it religiously is Twenty One Jump Street. Which is like a very weird pick for me. Yeah, but I've seen Twenty One Jump Street at least a hundred times.
1: It's a good movie. It, it is. I don't think it's that good, but it's a good movie. No, I would not actually. No, I take that back. I think all these all three movies I mentioned are fantastic. Part of the problem was right. The reason I watch Spirit and Peter Pan so much is um I had a t like I didn't I had a TV in my room, but I didn't have it hooked up to the cable. But it had a DVD player and I had those two on DVD. So I just would like, okay, swap them out. I That's, mean, now like I swap out the same three Audrey Hepburn movies, so it's not much better. It's kind of the same with me.
0: Um, for my parents got it in their heads that they had to turn off the Wi Fi every night. So, like from 8 p.m. onward, I didn't have Wi Fi to like watch something, <laughs> but I did have 21 Jump Street downloaded on my computer. Mm-hmm. So
1: I would just put that on every night. So you're like, night. oh, let's watch this. Yeah, it's a little, it, look, it's a little embarrassing, but they're good. They're good movies. They are. I also think, like, if you know that about us, it explains a lot of things. So much. So much. Well, I have a question. Did you think the horse was cute? Because every couple of months, the internet <laughs> decides you know, that the horse... I think I wanted to be the horse was cute. Is this worse? I was a bit of a tomboy as a child, shocking to everyone I know. I did want to be the horse. I just didn't think, I didn't think the horse, I don't think the horse yeah. being cute registered. Okay, well, or worse? that's not worse. I thought the guy was cute. I don't remember anything, but actually... Oh, in the movie, there's this Native American who um, helps rescue him, and then they rescue each other, which is the plot of the movie. And he was adorable. My grandma's car,
0: um, her van that she had when I was growing up, it had one of the TVs in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first time we used it, the DVD got stuck, and so it had... The spirit dvd in that car for as long as she had the
1: car uh it's a great car <laughs> so you would have loved it <laughs> oh my god do you know who played spirit the horse who matt damon oh <laughs> i don't like this movie anymore <laughs> matt damon <laughs> I have to Google Matt Damon. I have to go rethink some things. Anyway, the guy, the guy in the movie, his name is um, Oh, that He's guy? Dakota, Native American. Oh, I forgot Eleanor doesn't know anyone who anyone is. Yeah, Matt Damon. Uh, we have I to know, go. know it's been ruined for me a little bit. But anyway, Little Creek, adorable, adorable. I'm trying to find me a man like that. Matt Damon isn't
0: matt damon the one who had to like did his daughter have to tell him to stop using
1: um bad words like like slurs i don't know but i I did see a spoken word poem about him which we don't need to unpack that um Where um basically I'm pretty sure it was about Matt Damon. I'm gonna have to Google this, so if we're wrong, sorry. But um he when he was younger apparently got like had um what's the word? he beat up some Asian Americans and called them Yeah names. I think that no, I think that might have been Mike Wahlberg. Uh, that's it. Yeah, so Matt Okay, my point is Still Matt Damon. I'm not That's weird. I don't love I that. don't love it. He's okay. My dad likes him a lot. He's in the um the Born Identity movies, and my dad loves those. I don't know what the plot of the Born Identity movies is. Uh
0: yeah, I don't either.
1: It's
0: just some I, guy... I've
1: seen all of them several times. He was in Goodwill Hunting. Yes, he was. He was actually in um a set of movies I love, which is the Oceans trilogy. He was in Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Mm. Thirteen. This is three. Okay, I think we've we've gotten a little bit too off topic. (laughs) We could talk about that movie next.
0: I have to go. You're right. It is Mark Uh, Wahlberg.
1: Um, Still not the biggest fan of Matt Damon. He's okay. I don't love the guy. Like, I don't don't get the hype. It's kind of like Brad Pitt. Like, Brad Pitt's okay, but I don't get the hype around Brad Pitt. Do you? No, I don't. Even a little bit. I knew you'd agree with me. Anyway. If I'm trying to find me a man that looks like Little Creek, hit me up if you look like him. Thank you. <laughs> I know he's fake, but like, also if you look like Dimitri from Anastasia, I won't be opposed.
0: Okay, I'm going to cut Kalina off and um, say goodbye. But hey, I did a really good job. And thank you today. for listening. And uh,
1: <laughs> we will be back week I have next a lot week, of thoughts
0: about Anastasia. Where we will probably find a way to talk
1: about Anastasia again. Sorry, I was, yes, um, listen, where there's a will, there's a way, and Kalina I, will find it. I will find it. Um, wow. This has been Don't Quote Me On That. Yes. I am Kalina. I am Eleanor. We'll
0: see you next week. Thank
1: you. Thanks for listening and Don't Quote Me On That. One day we'll have an outro, but it's not today.